0: So, kindly repeat after me, you can also chant along with me, that would be nice. Nava Om Padaya Krishna Breshtaya Bhutale bhakti vedanta Swamin Nidinamine Namaste Sahara Swate Devhe Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashyat Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityanandha Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadhi Gaurabhakt vrinda Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishna Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gauratvishenamah Namo Brahmana Devaya Go Brahmana Hitayacha Jagadhitaya Krishna Govinda Namo Namaha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandhu Gopesha Gopika, Kanta, Radha, Kanta, Namostate, Tapta, Kanjana, Gaurangi, Radhe, Vrindha, Vaneshwari, Rishbhanu, Sute, Devi, Pranamami, Hari, Priye. Vanchakalpatarubhyasya Kripasindhubyayevachah Patidanam Bhavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo namo namah Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Om Ajnana Timirandasya, Ajnana Janashchalakya, Chaksharun Chakshurun Mena Tasmai Shri Guru Ve Namaha Hare Krishna, Welcome back all of you for the Bhagavad Gita study cycle and we are here discussing about the sixth chapter and uh, we have covered until verse number 23 in the previous session. So, we have understood a few very interesting things in the previous session that how Krishna is saying that anybody who has attained uh, equilibrium in his mind, his uh, thoughts are completely controlled, then he is able to see the Paramatma within his heart. In the 21st verse, it is said that yetro Paramate Chittam Niruddham Yogasevaya Yatra Chayvatman Pashyan Atmani Tushyati Tushyati So this uh, yogi is very very happy within. So there is so much of joy that he is experiencing when he is uh, able to see the Lord within his heart. Yatrachayivatmanam, Pashyan. Pashyan means the mind, the, with the power of mind, he is able to see the Paramatma within his heart. And then it is also said that how this kind of joy, this kind of pleasure is not an ordinary pleasure, it is buddhigrayam atindriyam vetti. It is buddhigrayam, very unique and very special experience it is. And then atindriyam it is uh, not some ordinary pleasure sukha, it is atindriyam it is much beyond the normal experiences of pleasure that we have had. It is beyond that. So then it is also that, that how Krishna is explaining and telling Arjuna that tam vidya dukkasam yoga Vyogam yoga, yoga Even if there is some challenge, if there is some problem, Krishna is saying that I will protect you. You will be in my personal chamber, and I am going to give you that personal attention. So Krishna is very fond and uh, of his devotee, and is going to protect his devotee from all the dangers. If there are any challenges that are going to come, he is going to see that they will not disturb him. So, this is a very very special thing, this uh, Ashtanga Yoga, um, it's very laborious, but but it is at the same time very uh, rewarding. And uh, people used to have these experiences in the previous yugas, but today it's not possible. But you see, this kind of yoga, it is not simply some physical exercise, it's not some uh, sort of... um, Uh, You know, gymnastics where you become tired after a while. Yoga will not make you tired. Now, these days many people go and they do a lot of uh, physical exertion, they do a lot of exercise. And then after going to the gym, when they are so exhausted, they come back and sleep. So, yoga will not make you sleep. Yoga means you are going to get awakened. So, you will not become tired. That's the speciality of yoga. Even the regular yoga sana people do. These Yogasanas actually, they make you very active even physically. The Yogasana is not meant to make you sleep. These are all simple exercises, but just by the process of doing it, you become very active. The kind of breathing that you go, go through, the kind of breathing that you do, all these things really help you a lot. So these things should be understood that it's not a small, simple thing to do yoga. Yoga makes you active. Anything that not makes you active is not yoga, it's something else. So when you are doing this yoga, there is possibility that we may all face a lot of problems. Even in our regular uh, chanting, we face a lot of challenges, we face a lot of problems. What is important is, whenever we are experiencing any problems in life, there are a lot of problems that we face uh, physically, mentally, and at the same time, spiritually, there are a lot of problems that come and bombard. But we should see that somehow or other, we should not get absorbed in the problem. We should take some percentage of that thinking ability away from the problems and use that thinking power in thinking about Krishna. So if you have a problem of exams, somebody is having a problem of writing an exam, he should not be completely overpowered by that. At least some 20-25% of that thought energy you can divert it towards Krishna because Krishna will help you. It will become very easy for you to uh, face that problem of exams or whatever problem that we are going through. You know, just like sometime when uh, there is uh, uh, in the hospital, when the patient is there and is about to get the injection, the doctor. Some doctors are very special, they don't give the injection directly, because the patient may become fearful, especially if there are children, you know, it's very difficult for them to take an injection, they are so fearful of the injection, even we were very fearful of injection when we were kids, right, I'm sure, because we know that it's going to pain, it's going to cause a lot of problems, and sometimes, who knows, you may get so fearful that while the doctor is giving injection, you may... Uh, move abruptly and the needle may break all these things can be uh, are possible but the doctor sometimes they are very special they are experienced so sometimes they ask you certain questions before they actually give you the injection you know when they start asking you what did you do today what are you going to go uh, and do tomorrow all these different things they ask you and what happens is they divert your mental energy your thought energy from the needle of the injection to something else so then when they do that they successfully they do that then you know they go and give you the injection Uh, i had seen this very funny video also of a doctor who was very nice he was a pediatrician i think and uh, he was giving this injection to the child you all must have seen this how the child was so entertained the doctor was entertaining the child and while he was entertaining he made the child laugh so much And then finally when the child is fully absorbed and and laughing and then he gives the injection. And the child doesn't even realize that there was some pain there. You know it was all so funny. So that is possible. So Krishna is saying that yes, you are having some problem. Don't completely focus on the problem, that injection. Divert your attention towards Krishna and Krishna will ensure that he will reduce that physical pain that you are going to go through. It's so simple. So it's so easy that Krishna has made us. He's promising us that. Don't worry about it. So, when uh, practice of yoga, if there are any problems, if there are any challenges, you just pray to Krishna. Don't focus so much on the problem. So let's see what Krishna is going to say in the 24th verse. Alright. So, very nice. So, uh, Hinamata Ji, you can unmute yourself and you can repeat this shloka after me. I hope the screen is visible to you. Sanishcayena Yogtavyo Sanishcayena Yogtavyo Yogo nirvinna Chetasa Yogo Nirvinda Chetasa Sankalpa prabhavan Kamaam Sankalpa Prabhavan Kama Yaktva Sarvana Sheshataha Yaktva Sarvana Sheshataha Vinny Yammya Hatta. Once again, Sanishena Yukta Vio Sanishena Yogo Nirvina Chaitasa Yogo Nirvina Chaitasa Sankalpa Prabhavan Kama. Uncle Prabhavan Kama Yatwa Sarvana Sheshataha Yatwa Sarvana Sheshataha Manasay Vendriya Gramam Manasay Vendriya Gramam Vinyamya Samantataha Vinyamya Samantataha Wonderful. Please read the translation. One should engage oneself in the practice of yoga with determination and faith and not be deviated from the path. One should abandon, without exception, all material desires born out of mental speculation and thus control all the senses and all the sides by the mind. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So, very interesting here Krishna is saying that how You should engage each one of us oneself in the practice of yoga with determination and faith and not be deviated from the path. So one should abandon without exception all the material desires which are born of mental speculation and thus control the senses with the mind, by the power of mind. So very, very interesting. Sankhalpa Prabhavan Kama. So, Krishna is saying here that anything that sankalpa means to take up something, to take up some activity. So, when you do a sankalpa, then Prabhavan kama, doing everything for Krishna's pleasure, sankalpa prabhavan kama, then nothing for me. So, there is kama, there are desires, but this kind of sankalpa is only for the pleasure of Krishna and nothing else. Doing everything only for Krishna's sake. So, in such a situation, what happens is the Krishna is explaining here that how manasvaindriya gramam yoga nirvinna So, generally. When a Yastanga Yogi is practicing, we know that he is going to a Suchau He is going to a clean place, especially to the forest. Now, in the forest, there is no external trigger which can agitate the mind of a Yogi. When a Yogi goes to the forest, there are hardly any external triggers there. Because he is in a very clean place, undisturbed place. There are no sensual objects around him, so he is very, very peaceful. There are no external triggers for the yogi, astangi yogi, but there is a possibility that there can be an internal trigger. So, Krishna is saying that you need to ensure that there is no internal trigger that can, that is caused by the mind. Manasvendriya gramam. Gramam, gramaha means what? Grama, sometimes it is referred to as... Uh, you know, we have this Panchayat Gram. Gram means a, a place, a kind of a village something. So this body is also Grama, huh? where all these different senses are there. And there is this mind also. And who is the Panchayat leader here? This soul. So the soul has the capability to actually shut down all the different indriyas, all these activities of the mind in this gramam. And he can completely be situated in thinking about Krishna and acting for the pleasure of Krishna. Sankalpa, Prabhava, Kama. So, all these things he is supposed to do, controlling the senses and everything he is supposed to do, with lot of determination. So, with lot of patience. Sanishchayena yoktavyo. Nishchayana means with determination. Now determination simply doesn't come like that. Determination comes with knowledge. Determination comes with the right kind of association. So when a yoga practitioner, he is very determined and he is patiently executing all his different uh, yoga practices, his sadhana without deviation then he will become successful. The success is just a matter of time now. Now in this course of uh, practicing yoga, there will be failures. It's not that every yogi has become successful in one shot. No, no, not at all. Extremely difficult. Many of them have failed. It's very rare that a yogi will not fail. In every endeavor that we do, especially in spiritual life, there will be lot of failures. Even in our execution of Krishna consciousness, there are so many challenges day to day. There are some different things that are coming up, and we fail. But that failure doesn't mean that we lose enthusiasm. We should not lose enthusiasm. Oh, now I'm not capable. There are there is this uh, uh, thing that happens, you know, that guilt feeling when we are not able to follow something. That guilt will come, and it will overtake and empower over, overpower our mind so much that we start thinking that oh, I am not capable of practicing spiritual life. I think it's just not meant for me, so it can demotivate you. So such situation should not happen. So that is why Rupa Goswami in his Upadeshamrita he very beautifully explains about a certain very nice sloka. He says this is a very interesting sloka. It is said here: haan dhairya Tat Tat Karma pravartana sato hai. Shatbir Bhakti prasidyati. See Utsahan with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. See this word is again a Greek word. It's a, a very important word that we should know. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Theism. So theism theology. Theology means any action that you do for the pleasure of Krishna. Enthusiasm is very closely related to what Krishna is saying. This word, English word is also very close. It's a Latin word. So, Enthusiasm theology. Enthusiasm means anything that you do for the Lord is enthusiasm. So Utsahan, Rupa Goswami is saying that we have to be very enthusiastic in our spiritual life. Even if there is a problem, you have to be enthusiastic and the best way of being enthusiastic is you just surround yourself to the association of devotees because devotees are always enthusiastic. So whenever you expose yourself to the association of devotees, then you will automatically get the boost. And this is my personal experience also. Many times when you know we feel low and uh, I personally have felt low in some times Uh, I used to go to the association of devotees, meet some devotees and in moments, immediately, when the devotee will speak something about Krishna or he will talk something about Prabhupada and then we hear something that how Prabhupada went through so much of difficulties and then he still could establish a wonderful moment like this. Then all these things we hear, immediately then I think, Oh my God, what is my problem in front of Prabhupada's problem? He had to face so many things. He had to face heart attacks for the sake of preaching this mission he has taken so many difficulties and can i not just face these simple problems these difficulties which are all temporary and i am getting uh, i am losing my hope because of these temporary problems ah no i should fight back again i should immediately get back i should read bhagavatam automatically your enthusiasm will again increase so the best way to always keep yourself enthusiastic is especially during the problematic times is to Either be in the association of devotees or read Prabhupada's books, and you will see automatically enthusiasm will come. Nischaya, determination. Now, determination, Prabhupada gives a very fantastic uh, story in the purport. He is explaining about a small uh, bird, this sparrow bird, who, uh, you know, was a very small bird which had uh, laid eggs very close to the ocean near the beach and it was very happy that it had laid eggs now and this sparrow bird once she went to collect some food and then meanwhile it so happened that the ocean uh, sent a big wave and the whole nest which was filled with eggs it was all taken away by the ocean and when the bird sparrow bird came back and it saw there was no nest it was very Sad and it was totally uh, broken because the nest was taken away with all the eggs. Then it started requesting the ocean, oh ocean please, uh, you have taken my eggs, please help me, please somehow return my eggs back to me. Now the ocean is quite big, you know, Sagara is not an ordinary personality. He did not even bother to listen to the sparrow, what this chota sparrow will do, you know. So he didn't care for the sparrow at all and this sparrow now became agitated and said now I will not leave you. If you don't return my eggs back then I am going to empty all the water in this ocean through my beak. So the small sparrow started collecting the water in its beak and started throwing it somewhere else. Now all these different birds and animals around, they started laughing. They started making fun out of it. And then the ocean also did not bother. It started laughing even more. Because he knows what's his power and what's the power of this sparrow. So this sparrow, although very small, it was quite determinant. See, Dhairyat, nishchayat was there. That I will empty the ocean no matter what it is. Just see. And it started doing this. And now... Although that time there was no social media and internet, but still, somehow, this uh, news, because all the other different animals were talking about it, this news quickly spread and it reached Garuda. Now, Garuda is a very powerful bird. It's not ordinary, he's, uh, uh, he's the Vahana of Narayana. And when he got this news, he personally wanted to see what is happening. And when it actually came, this Garuda came and saw. That this small sparrow was actually trying to empty this ocean. He felt very, very compassionate. This gorilla thought, oh my god, this uh, my little sister is working so hard and she is in pain, in agony. Now Garuda became very furious and then he went and commanded the ocean. Sagara, if you don't return the eggs back, then I am going to empty you now. I will dry you up. Now, ocean understands what the power of Garuda is not an ordinary bird. He is extremely powerful. And just out of fear of Garuda, the ocean brought back the eggs and gave it back to the sparrow. Little sparrow. So now, although the sparrow in itself does not have the power to empty the ocean, but the determination was so strong that it attracted the attention of Garuda. And just by the determination it got back its egg also, you see. So many times in our spiritual life when we are executing our sadhana, it is possible that we may not be able to be successfully uh, engaged in devotional service and go back to home, back to Godhead on our own endeavour, not possible. But our determination, if we are quite determined in doing what we are doing uh, to please Prabhupada and Krishna, then That will attract the attention of Prabhupada and Krishna. That is enough. Just that glance of Krishna on us is enough. He can immediately take us away from all the difficulties. And we will be rewarded accordingly. So that is the power. Extremely powerful. Extremely powerful. Determination is not so easy. So how to get this determination now? Although it's not so easy. But... It is possible when there is a strong feeling of love and attachment. When a person has a strong feeling of sense of belongingness, that determination comes. Enthusiasm comes. You see, many times in this government office, people are working. There is no enthusiasm at all. They just come and they sign in the morning. They give their attendance and that's all. And then people who come there with a lot of problems and get their work done, they have to come repeatedly, sometimes for weeks and months and maybe years sometimes. It takes a lot of time to deal with these government officers. They are so unenthusiastic, all the government officers. It's very difficult to deal with them. It's extremely difficult. But whereas you just see a person who has a small business, he might not be a very big businessman, a small business, but he's having a small shop and if there is any customer, a person walking, pass by, passing by his shop and looks in the direction of his shop, he becomes so uh, enthusiastic and immediately tells, oh sir, please come, this product is for you and I'm just going to give you for, uh, for 5 rupees or 10 rupees and this is a discount that you're going to get. See, immediately there's so much of enthusiasm. Why? Because there is a sense of belonging. That enthusiasm, that determination is there, because that sense of ownership is there. You know there was um, this one Zen story where there was this lady who uh, had a small child and that child was kidnapped by the decoits and uh, she had no idea where these decoits have taken the child. She was in agony and she was trying to find the child here, there. And some people somehow, they gave her a hint that we don't know where the decoys actually are. But then we have heard that they stay up in the mountains there. Then uh, she thought that, okay, this is a good time that I should go. And then she approached uh, very close to the mountain and she found some people, especially the mountaineers. uh, Then she said, can you please help me? my daughter has been kidnapped and uh, I heard that they are somewhere there on the top, the decoits. Then uh, these people thought, okay, this is a lady who is in trouble. Let us help. And they started climbing, climbing, climbing. And as they were climbing, they were very tired. And they were thinking, oh, what is this? This lady lost and I don't think we are going to find this child uh, somewhere. Uh, we have come all the way till this height, but somehow we are still not able to trace this uh, girl. Not the dacoits, I think it's better that we go down. They looked around here, there with so much of trouble. They lost enthusiasm, they started coming down. And then, while they were coming down, they saw that this lady is also coming down with a child now. They were all very astonished. Oh, how is this possible? You know, we are expert mountaineers and we have climbed this mountain with so much of difficulty. How did you, how could you possibly climb and also... Get back your child. How did you do this? Then the lady said, actually I could do that because this is my child. You were not able to do it because it was not your child. So when we are emotionally connected, we have the sense of ownership. We have some affection. We are driven by love. Then enthusiasm and determination becomes very natural. The sparrow also because it has so much of uh, love for the eggs that it has laid it had shown that determination so determination comes when we have this sense of belongingness so when you have that sense of uh, ownership and belongingness and sense of love for krishna then you will automatically start showing determination yes i should somehow or the other not give up on my krishna consciousness i will follow ekadashi every time I will not eat non vegetarian food anytime, even if there is uh, some tempting situation. I will not eat anything other than Prasadam. So I will chant my 16 rounds. I will read Prabhupada books. So all these different things, spiritual activities, when you do it with determination, then it is only showing that you actually love Krishna. When you have this uh, love, then you will be ready to do anything for Krishna. Regularly when you come and attend sessions, it's an indication that you are developing love for Prabhupada and Krishna. These are all indicators. So this is very nice actually. This is all fantastic and uh, it shows that gradually you are all developing that love for Krishna. See, so important it is. So the Lord is actually ready to help. In fact, we all have heard this famous saying also, God helps those who help themselves but there are many people in this modern times who say that they focus only on help themselves you know i should do my work they focus on that aspect of it no we should help ourselves we should do our work properly we should do our karma properly but they, they don't really focus on that god helps so as devotees i will do my endeavor but my focus is on god helps Rake krishna mare ke Mare Krishna If Krishna wants to protect someone, then no one can kill him. And if Krishna wants to kill someone, then no one can protect him. This is what we should know. So the Lord will protect all of us. It's extremely important, right? So here Krishna is saying that we should regulate our senses nicely, we should regulate our mind nicely and by doing so, here you see what Krishna, uh, Rupa Goswami is also saying He is saying that one can execute the process of bhakti yoga successfully with full-hearted enthusiasm, perseverance, and determination by following the prescribed duties in the association of devotees and by engaging completely in the activities of, uh, there is, yeah, it's missing for me somehow, I'm not able to see that. Okay. Good people. Yeah, good people. You see, good deeds. So, when we understand this, when we see that this is what is happening, uh, we need to have this determination and by following the prescribed duties. Now, we cannot, like Krishna earlier told, without exception. In the twenty-fourth translation, he's saying that without exception, we need to follow. Now, there cannot be compromise in that. Because if we start compromising in our uh, uh, basic principles of uh, bhakti, then the determination will not come then we will always have uh, you know not an exponential growth but it will be like a sinusoidal wave up and down and up and down so this will not help us we will never progress like that so we should uh, always surround ourselves with uh, enthusiastic devotees and by being in the association of enthusiastic devotees you will remain enthusiastic and very determined Extremely difficult in Kali Yuga to execute devotional service is not so easy. There are so many people trying to pull you off from the Bhakti Yoga process. Our neighbours, our family members, uh, the friends that we meet, there is media, social media. All these different things are just trying to take away your attention from the real thing. your sadhana. They want your attention to be somehow taken away from Krishna and focused on them which is only going to lead us to hell and nothing else. So we should not uh, focus on them, we should be very determined, And that de- determination comes only by being in the association of devotees. Very very difficult otherwise. Somehow by hook or crook we should ensure that we go at least once in a week to the temple and expose ourselves to the association of devotees. Otherwise, uh, it's difficult, very difficult. Weekly once, at least for an hour or two, just go to the temple, see the deities, have darshan of the deities. Any closed temple, just meet some devotees and come back. So that will really keep you determined. Very, very important. And of course, we have our sessions every Sunday, so you can all join here and you can listen. So that will also very uh, that also will help in being uh, in developing determination. All right. So let's understand the next verse, the twenty-fifth verse. Very nice verse again. Uma Kumar, you can uh unmute yourself. Yes Guruji. And let's chant. Just hold on. Let me see if there is okay, just one second. Alright. Shanay <clears throat> Shane Shanae Shani Ruparme. Buddhya Driti grihitaya Buddha Diti Kritaya. Atma samstamanakritva. Atma samstamana kritwa. Nakinchi the pichintaye. Nakin nakinche, pichintaye. Once again, Shanay Shanae Ruparame. Sani Sani Rupalmet Budhyagrithi Grihitaya Budhyagrithi Grihitaya Atma Samstammana Kritva Atma Samstammana Kritva Nakin Chittapi Chintaye Nakin Chittapi Chintaye Wonderful. Please read the translation gradually step by step one should become situated in trance by means of intelligence sustained by full conviction and thus the mind should be fixed on the self alone and should think of nothing else. All right. An thank you. Hare Krishna. <coughs> so here it is said Shanae Shanae Step by step So step by step we need to develop buddhya dhritgrihitaya just see, without any hesitation, you should not hesitate, but step by step, buddhya, driti grihitaya, conviction. Conviction means it's not simply determination, conviction means you are fully ready to execute anything, you are fully convinced about what you are doing. So, when you are doing yoga, when you are chanting, when you are following Krishna consciousness, it should be done driti grihitaya, with full conviction now conviction comes only after practicing seriously about seriously uh, the previous steps of the bhakti what are that stages of bhakti we have seen that bhakti has different levels first is adhv shraddha very komal shraddha initial faith now that initial faith then gradually develops into sadhu sangha you start Associating with the devotees. Then when you start associating with the devotees, then you start executing, then you start doing devotional service nicely. Then there is so much of anarthanivritti that happens. When anarthanivritti happens, then a lot of cleaning process is happening. After anarthanivritti, then the stage comes Nishta. Nishta means this is where you're developing conviction. Full triti but that is possible only when you are serving nicely and executing your devotional sadhana properly. Then that Dritikrihitaya will come. Without the association of devotees, Sadhu Sangha or uh, Bhajana Kriya and anatta Nivriti, that conviction will not come. That cleanliness should uh, happen only after, will happen only after when you have uh, done all these previous things of Sadhu Sangha and then you are also executing your devotional service nicely. A strong conviction will come. Very, very important. So, only then we can control our mind with lot of patience and determination. Our mind, which is like a monkey constantly jumping from here and there, can be regulated properly only after following this process of bhakti yoga. Otherwise, we are constantly hankering for so many things. There is no end for our mind's hankering. It is constantly asking for so many things. You know, there was this uh, one uh, very great philosopher in one village. And this philosopher used to go to different places in the village and used to give amazing sessions and lectures and used to speak from the scriptures and... All the people in the village used to like him very much. He used to regularly go to a temple which was located in a marketplace. And all these different business people used to come and attend his sessions. And they were very fond of this philosopher because he was a very kind-hearted, very amazing person. And used to speak very nicely about the Lord and about the scriptures. But at the same time, there was a difficulty at his home financially because... He was totally engrossed in giving uh, wonderful knowledge to the people but at home his wife had some worries because there was nothing much to financially support them. So she used to request again and again why don't you please go and ask these business people who are regularly attending your session. You are there in the market all the time why don't you go and ask them and they will be more than happy to help you and support you. Why don't you go and ask? So he was always hesitating uh, not to ask anything from any of these people. But once, because the wife was pestering so much, he agreed and he thought, okay, let me go to the shops, to the market. And when he started going to the shops, everyone, when they saw him, they were so pleased that they became very happy to invite him and uh, one by one, They started explaining about the different products that they have and they said why don't you take this, take that and they were ready to offer everything to this person, whatever he wanted to ask. But he went on from one shop to another shop. And everybody was inviting him very nicely. Everybody told him you take this, you take that. They were in fact so enthusiastic, even before he asked about the product, they themselves were feeling that, okay, this is my duty to tell and inform everything about this product. And they used to tell so many things about that. So he went on listening to so many things from shop to shop. And he went to the last shop. And then finally he came out of all the shops. And then he still had not bought anything. Now, some of these shopkeepers who had seen him moving from shop to shop, they went and asked him, Dear sir, you have been going to sh- from shop to shop. But still, you have not bought anything. You have not taken anything from anyone. We are ready to give you anything. Please ask. Why didn't you take anything from our shops? So then, this person, this philosopher said that actually, as I was going through all the different products of your shops, I only realized that there are so many things that I need to leave behind. I don't have to carry any of these things. I need to leave them all behind. So when I saw that all these things are there, which I need to leave behind, then I just thought, why should I even take them? So all the shopkeepers they understood and they all entered their shops without asking anything. And then this philosopher, he went back home and then the wife was really shocked. He saw that, Oh, what happened? Where did you go? Didn't you go to the market? No, I actually went to the market. Then what happened? You have nothing. You have come empty handed. Then he said, actually, I found only things which I can leave behind. I didn't get anything which I can take with me. So I didn't get anything. So this wife said, okay, so from now onwards, you don't even go to the market. You just be here. So you understand that most of the time, this mind is so crippled. It is always thinking that something more can actually satisfy it, can uh, make it happy. But it is not like that. We are all going to leave everything here. We have to leave behind everything that we have, including our body, our senses. But it's important that we somehow make the best utility of whatever we have little. With this, we should perfect our life in uh, with focused mind on Krishna. We should not leave our mind uh, free at any moment. As much as possible, you should engage your mind in doing some spiritual activity. The moment you get some free time, think about Krishna, read about Krishna, listen about Krishna. Because free mind means it will immediately get diverted towards watching some TV or web series or this or that. It will, mm-hmm. it will immediately think about sense gratification. It will immediately think about enjoying the senses. This is how it has been trained over so many many years. So now to change that, it takes some time. So that is why any free time that you get, any time, please utilize that in the service of Krishna, thinking about Krishna, reading some spiritual thing, anything related to spirituality you are supposed to do. That is how you will break the mind's pattern Otherwise, we have got into a certain pattern that anytime there is a free time, the mind will think, Ah, it's time to enjoy. Ah, it's now my personal time. Let me enjoy. So that should not happen. So if that should not happen, then we have to control our senses through engaging in Krishna's service. This is actually Pratyahara. The fifth stage of Ashtanga Yoga is Pratyahara. Pratyahara is possible, the sense control is possible, not simply externally restraining your senses from sense objects, but actually by engaging the senses in Krishna's service. That is much easier way of controlling the senses. That is real Pratyahara. So, if you are able to do that, then there is no fear of anything. The fear of death will gradually uh, fade away in your life. Actually, this is a fact, when you start becoming less and less dependent on your senses for your happiness, the less you depend on them, the fear of death will slowly fade. You will become very very strong. It's a very uh, subtly connected point, you should think and contemplate on this. The more fear you have about your life and death and all these things, It is because somewhere we are attached to sense enjoyment. But you become less and less uh, interested in the sense enjoyment. Then you will become free from your uh, fear of death. It is so uh, connected actually. It is very much possible. Just see how wonderful it is. You have no fear. And when there is no fear, how much enthusiasm will be there? How much determination will be there? Can you imagine? You know, many times because there is fear, we are not able to express our enthusiasm. But when there is no fear, you will be so enthusiastic. A fearless person can do a lot of enthusiastic things. He can achieve great heights because his mind is free. He is not uh, taken over by all these petty things. And because his uh, mind and senses are controlled, he is always following uh, the path of dharma. And dharmo rakshita rakshita. When you protect dharma, when you follow dharma, dharma will protect you. So, dharma gives us a lot of confidence. And when you are not doing any dharma, that itself is amazing uh, confidence that you get and you will become fearless. So, that makes you very, very powerful. People don't understand, they all want to become powerful but if we are engaged in uh, sensual activities it's difficult to uh, to become determined, very difficult and we'll always be fearful. That's why you see most of these people, rich people, they'll be enjoying a lot of things but deep within there is so much of fear they are undergoing. There is lot of fear that they have, fear of losing money, fear of losing fame, name, All these powers, everything, they have a lot of fear. So, we will become free out of all the fear if we are properly executing our devotional service. It is so very nice, so wonderful. Otherwise, it will just go on. You know, we are constantly driven by all these materialistic things. In fact, today's life is what? It's all on the papers only. Our whole life is driven by papers. You see, we have uh, some books which we study in the school. They are called textbooks. Now textbooks uh, we read, it's all made up of papers, a bunch of papers are put together and it becomes a textbook and we are going through the textbooks day in and out. Why we are going through the textbooks, these papers? These papers we are going through because at the end we will be given another paper. The paper to test whether you have written or understood all these different bunch of papers. That is the question paper and then whether you have understood or not to understand that They have given another paper which is called the answer sheet, you you need to write that answer paper again. Again, you are dealing with paper. Then what happens? After you write that answer sheet, then you will get another paper, a big paper. What is that paper? A certificate. And once you have this certificate, oh, I have completed this and this degree, then you will start getting even more, many, many papers. What is that? Money, notes. You will start getting again, a lot of money, you are dealing with papers again. And then finally, you will say that okay, now my life will be on paper. You have life insurance and then you put that also, your life itself on the paper. So from birth certificate to death certificate, everything is on paper. We are dealing only with these papers. Our life is bitumenical. We are only running behind papers or our life is driven by papers. You see so many documents we are running behind out of fear. Because, oh, if this need not is there, then what will happen to my life? If that is not there, what will happen to my life? Today's system is like that, that if you don't have this paper, it is so difficult. Just like now they have this vaccination certificates. If you don't have vaccination paper, then you cannot travel. So much of restriction. So everywhere there is fear and restrictions. Why? Because you don't have paper in life. So, if you really want to get rid of all these papers, then you need to read Bhagavad Gita, which is also a paper, but it's a very special, transcendental paper, which will completely free you and take you away from all these materialistic papers, once for all. So good that you are all reading Bhagavad Gita and you are ready to get rid of all the different papers in life. You see, so, you will not become worried, you will not really Uh, you know, think about or get bothered about uh, all these different problems of life, you'll become truly happy. So these are few things that I wanted to share today. And uh, if you have any questions, then you can please uh, feel free to ask. So next session, we will, you know, have more and more uh, other slokas. But today I thought that I'll just cover two slokas. Because the lack of time, I was not able to uh, go through all of them. So I just thought maybe I will touch upon these two today. If you have any questions, let's have some Q&A. So that it will be nice and we can take some practical things. (coughs) So (coughs) feel free, you can unmute yourself and you can directly ask the question. That will be really nice. So these are few important things that Krishna has explained. We should take advantage of these things. And uh, it is basically explaining... The uh, movement of a yogi from a sadhaka level to a siddha level. All these shlokas, what they are explaining is that how a yogi is moving from being a a sadhaka and reaching the state of becoming a siddha. So in our uh, spiritual life also, we are actually moving from being a sadhaka because right now we are all sadhakas and as we progress gradually we will reach to the stage of Siddha and uh, that is where you will experience ultimate joy that tushti will come, that um, special intelligence will come and in fact uh, Prabhupada was also saying in this uh, verse uh, 25th verse that if at all you want to do any meditation Prabhupada is saying that by proper conviction and intelligence one should gradually see sense-creative activities. So it's not just uh, conviction, Prabhupada is also saying and intelligence. Buddhyā, ya, buddhyā, you see. So you need to use your buddhi. So buddhi is a very crucial Central thing for our mind control. I have explained to you earlier that how the senses, the mind, and the intelligence and the soul, this body is all compared to a chariot. Now, in this uh, chariot body, we have these five senses which are representing the five horses, the reins are represented by the mind, and the intelligence is the driver, and the soul is the passenger. So now, This intelligence, who is the driver, needs to be extremely strong. So in our body-mind system, both physical body and uh, uh, the subtle body, your buddhi intelligence needs to be strong. The driver of this chariot should be very strong. If the buddhi is weak, he cannot control the horses. So what happens is when you are attending the Bhagavad Gita sessions, you are reading Bhagavad Gita, You are actually giving food to the intelligence that you have. You are feeding your intelligence. You are feeding your driver. Then when the driver of this chariot is extremely strong, he has very strong arms, then these uncontrolled five horses are controlled through the mind, the reins. Now if the driver himself is weak, then the horses will take us on a ride. The passenger, the soul will be totally confused. He doesn't know whether he will reach the destination or not. So that is why it's extremely important that we make the intelligence very very strong. Very very strong. So intelligence, your buddhi should be utilized. So there, there we get the determination power. There we get the discrimination power. Discriminating between what is right and wrong. So buddhi is very very powerful, much powerful than the mind. Please understand. So actually what is happening is when the mind is now wandering here and there, it is the buddhi which controls. And at this, in this materialistic condition, the mind really does not like attending uh, Bhagavad Gita class or reading Bhagavad Gita because he knows, the mind knows, if the uh, driver becomes, my driver becomes very strong, then he will control me. And the senses will also not like it. So, buddhi has to be made strong but that decision has to be taken by the soul. The soul should decide that no, I will strengthen my buddhi, I will feed my driver because only by feeding my driver, I will reach my destination. The soul knows it, only when I control, I give the strength to my driver, the buddhi, then the senses and the mind will be in control and I can reach my supreme destination. The choice is made only by the soul. So you should also make that choice that no matter what my mind says, the senses will say, I will make my driver buddhi very strong. See this is how it is. So Vinodji is asking Hare Krishna Prabhuji, how (coughs) do you recognize a pure devotee in a single meeting? Yeah, so, it is two-way, on our own we may not be able to understand or recognize a pure devotee because we don't know what is purity at this stage. But if the pure devotee wants to reveal himself, then by his words, by his actions, by his devotion, By the strength of his devotion, he can reveal his true identity to us and by which we will be able to recognize that yes, he is a pure devotee. So, on our own, it is difficult, but we may get some hints. In a single meeting, it is going to be difficult because we are not pure. Yes, if we are extremely pure if we have attained a state of uh, purity then we can understand who is the pure person because we know the value of purity we know what it is to be pure so it's easy to identify just like a businessman a businessman extremely powerful businessman he can understand another powerful businessman because just by certain actions the certain decisions that he is making This businessman can understand, oh yes, he is quite expert. Because they understand that language. So here, when we are talking about pure devotee, when we also learn that language of purity, we will be able to understand in a single meeting whether this devotee is pure or not. That is possible for us and that uh, capacity can come only when we are pure. But if the devotee, the pure devotee wants to reveal, then it is possible that way also. But that control is in his hand. He can uh, choose whether to reveal himself as pure devotee or not. By certain actions, by certain things, it can be understood also. For example, see, many times when Prabhupada was traveling across the world, there were many people, they became devotees just by seeing Prabhupada smile. Somebody just saw Prabhupada smile and they said, okay, he's a pure devotee. And they... uh, They actually became uh, disciples of Prabhupada. Somebody saw Prabhupada's uh, signature. You know Prabhupada has a very beautiful signature, a very long signature. Just by seeing signature, there are people who became devotees of Prabhupada. Then somebody saw Prabhupada's face in the photograph and they said, Oh, this is a very powerful personality. And uh, they became uh, devotees, disciples of Prabhupada. So when pure devotees, they come, they have some very special features and just by the act of their uh, devotion, they can attract people. That is very much possible because they are so spiritual, they are so pure. Anybody who comes in their contact, they automatically feel that surge of purity flowing into them also. So when people actually, they came in contact with Prabhupada, you can imagine all these hippies. Who were so abominable in their activities, but they, just by the association of uh, Prabhupada, that pure consciousness just flooded all their consciousness and they became pure devotees themselves, you see. So, there's another way of uh, identifying a pure devotee and that is how many devotees of Krishna is this person making see, a pure devotee means he is able to make non-devotees also into devotees. He will convert non-devotees into devotees. That possible, that is possible only if there is purity. To make one Krishna devotee is not so easy, extremely difficult. Now Prabhupada, he made so many people across the world and he is still making, he is still continuing to make wonderful devotees of Krishna. Although they might be atheists, many atheists have become devotees. Why? Because that is the purity of Prabhupada and Prabhupada's words, and through the books, Prabhupada's Vani present in the books, Prabhupada is still able to make devotees. So that is the uh, very clear-cut sign that how pure devotee operates. So yes, for us sometimes we may waver, sometimes we may. Uh, not be able to understand the pure devotee's nature because our own inabilities. But it is possible if the pure devotee reveals himself. And uh, frankly speaking, even I have not seen Prabhupada, you see, I was born after Prabhupada left this planet. I have never seen Prabhupada. But how is it possible that, you know, we have dedicated and still want to do so much to Prabhupada And his mission, although we have not seen him, we have not met him, it's because we have read Prabhupada's books and we know what uh, Prabhupada has done to this world. We know what is his contribution and we know what is is his intention. We know for sure that he is not uh, from this world, he is from the spiritual world. Because it takes a lot of time to understand a pure devotee. That's why I've been telling most of you that you should read Prabhupada's biography. You should read Prabhupada's biography to understand what is, is the true identity of Prabhupada. When you understand what Prabhupada has done to this world, then you will appreciate, you will have that appreciation, oh my God, it's not so easy to preach Krishna consciousness. It's not so easy. Just uh, yesterday, we have got this news that in Bangladesh, the Iskon temple was attacked and one devotee was murdered. He was killed, and he was uh, thrown next to the temple pond. And another devotee is in a very serious condition. And uh, temple property and many things were stolen. This happened in Bangladesh in this temple. So it's a very sad, sad thing. But devotees are taking risk to preach. We are so, uh, you know, blessed that we are here in India where. People cannot actually take anything uh, on ride, you know, we can freely preach Krishna consciousness, we cannot uh, uh, be uh, obstructed, but there is so much of obstruction in other parts of the world, just see what has happened in Bangladesh yesterday, devotees have given their life for preaching Krishna consciousness, they wanted to simply tell about Krishna, but they lost their life, and this is not the first time. In China, there is so much of difficulty, but still devotees, underground, they are preaching. We are openly here doing sessions on internet, but there you cannot do it. In China, you cannot do this. It's all hidden. Underground preaching, just like they uh, have this uh, you know, drug mafia, underground drug selling and all these things happen. There in China, we need to do Krishna consciousness underground. We need to practice Krishna consciousness, everything in an isolated place it's not so simple to go out uh, on the Sankirtan. Last uh, Navaratri, this whole nine days, uh, I have been going with few devotees early morning 6 to 5.30, uh, 5.30 to 6.30 uh, for Nagar Sankirtan everywhere across uh, publicity and uh, no obstruction. People just welcome. But there are countries where you, are not, you will not be welcome. You will be put in jail. In Russia, slowly now, of course, they have loosened up and they are inviting uh, devotees. But in the last uh, two 20 30 years ago the K, uh, KGF uh, KGB they were very ruthless they have uh, tortured so many devotees in Russia so a lot of difficulties a lot of uh, uh, things are going on and uh, still devotees are taking the risk of going and preaching even in the middle east in Iran and uh, 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 Many uh, Muslim nations, there are preaching going on in isolated places. Like Dubai and all, you cannot actually go outside and have your own temple. difficult. But preaching is still going on there also. I was once in the temple. I was uh, in the temple hall distributing uh, uh, books. Uh, There is a section in the temple hall where we call it as a Gita counter where we distribute a lot of books and then once there was a young boy who came and uh, he was asking for the books and he was looking around and immediately he opened up his book, a small book, and he said, oh, These are all my Bhagavad Gita notes. And he says that he showed me a small leaflet. He was from Iran and he had a Vaishnava calendar and he's saying, This is what I follow. I have Ekadashi calendar and everything. I follow Ekadashi. Can you imagine in Iran he's practicing all this? And when I asked him, how do you do your sessions? He said, no, we cannot do openly. We go to house to house and in a small house we do the sessions. And we conduct Bhagavad Gita classes there. So that was very inspiring. So when we see some things like this happening, it is very inspiring. So to answer to your question, that how do I recognize a pure devotee? When we see that he has made many, many pure devotees and he is still making pure devotees. So, at least in my observation, in my experience, it is Prabhupada who has made so many devotees, pure devotees across the world and still continuing to make. So, that is very nice. So, you have made all of us devotees? Yes, actually, it is. I'm an instrument, just an instrument, and Prabhupada is uh, utilizing uh, me to be an instrument in his uh, great preaching mission, and I think. No matter what difficulties will come, no matter what the situations, uh, life situations will come, one thing is constant and that is we should always remain humble enough to serve the mission of Prabhupada. In any situation, in any difficulties, just stick on to Krishna consciousness. All other difficulties in life will come and go. Like the Pandavas, they suffered so much, materially speaking, but they always remained devotees of Krishna. In our life also, challenges will come. But we should just ignore. We should not look at the problems and judge anybody. We should just understand that he is on the path, the right path of Krishna consciousness. And that is the most important thing. Nothing else really matters. After death, really nothing matters. What really matters is your Krishna consciousness. At the point of death, everything else will just become zero, just zero. The real value comes only through Krishna consciousness at the point of death. Everything will just vanish. So this asset is a permanent asset that you are all investing in, in understanding Bhagavad Gita and also uh, reading Bhagavad Gita and trying to follow Krishna consciousness. This is going to go into your permanent bank account and you will really be blessed. And that you will feel and experience maybe at the point of death when you see that, oh, Krishna is being so kind and uh, hopefully that this will be our last life and he is going to bless us to go back to him, back to Godhead by the mercy of. Uh, the spiritual master Prabhupada and also the mercy of Krishna. So this is what our aim should be. And um, let us be very determined. Let us not lose enthusiasm. Let us always be focused. Let us always be very strong. And uh, never give give up on Krishna consciousness. In spite of all the tribulations that we may face in life. So let us be very very strong. Alright, so if there are any questions you can please feel free to ask. You can either unmute or you can also comment in the section. So very nice all of you that you have been joining this regularly and again I thank you for giving your precious time. So I will end the session here on YouTube and I just wanted to mention a few more things like I had sent a message earlier to some of you that uh, Uh, I have been uh, doing uh, some work on a website, I was just trying to build something and uh, I just thought that if I can get some testimonials from all of you, just a written testimonials about four to five sentences, if you can write something about uh, how do you like hearing um, anything from me, just a little three, four sentences, just so that people can Uh, Get an idea that what they can expect when they listen because I thought it's important that we start uh, Sharing this to people and people can understand so these testimonials will be a good thing Because people generally want to see the reviews So if you can just in three four sentences four five sentences, you can briefly mention uh, A little bit about how do you feel listening to the sessions? Then it will be really nice. It will be really nice not just sessions anything Overall, anything, any feedback that you want to give, that also is very welcome. So if there is anything that you want want me to include or exclude from the sessions, please let me know. Your feedback will be really valuable. Uh, If the timing is okay, because we have been doing this uh, every time at 11 o'clock, but if you feel that it is uh, difficult or anything like that, please give any feedback, then it will be really nice. Um, So again, next week, uh, I'll be traveling... uh, uh, to Vishaka Patnam, and uh, I, may, um, I will let you know about the session uh, a day before because with the travel and other things involved, uh, I'll see the situation and I'll update you. So, yes, those testimonials will really help. And if there is anything, any feedback for me, please let me know. That will be really very kind of you. We'll try to implement them. So, yes just started learning web development so i wanted to ask like what are you making the website on Uh, right now this is on wordpress and uh, i have been um, uh, working little on dv builder also because that's where the template i've got and uh, i'll share the website uh, to you still working it's just in a very initial phase so i'll share anyway so what i was thinking was uh, basically here uh Personality dot builders because there are many people uh, here who are looking for uh, development because if we talk about spirituality directly many people will not come nor the parents will send their children so I thought uh, yeah. through the medium of personality development we can uh, involve them in spirituality so that is what I want to start here personality dot builders so people can come and learn. And that way it will be nice that they can develop spirituality also side by side. So basically I want to counsel them one on one. I want to, uh, uh, in terms of careers, in terms of uh, also um, spiritual life, in terms of relationship, in terms of mind management. All these different counselling can be done. So I thought we can have this um, website done. So I am already developing that. And uh, that's why I was asking for the testimonies. Correct. No, but the website is really looking very nice. Huh. So, so this is important because I thought this will help everyone. So with that, uh, we will do something. Let's see.